Welcome to Faith at Eight. I'm Shanna. I'm Jill. We are two friends helping turn your eyes from the world to the Word through candid conversations fueled by Jesus and more Jesus. Topic Tuesday, so you know that we're bringing something good. And today we're talking about stewardship. Yeah, and so oftentimes when people start talking about stewardship, they're like, ah, one of those giving preachings, they're going to tell me how I'm supposed to be a good steward of my money. But we, as we mentioned in a previous episode, just very briefly, as part of the Daughters of Grace, is no, we're supposed, we're called to be a good stewardship of all of God's blessings. And you may be shocked to know, but God's blessed you with more than money. Yeah, so stewardship also, it, another way to think of, okay, well, what areas is this? I don't I don't quite understand, is think about your pile of rocks. And if you haven't taken the free pile of rocks course, here's my plug. It is free. It will help you understand the priorities in your life and how to show up for them um, in, in a way that feels good and not chaotic. Um, but when we think about stewardship, we have to think about, you know, am I being a good steward in these different areas? And what is that like? And part of the retreat that, yes. that we just had that um, Shanna's expertise is at is helping people understand how do you become a better steward in those different areas of your life through Christ-centered habits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you should put the link to that in the show notes or if it's on YouTube in the bottom. So check the show that's notes. where it's going to be. You'll see it. There's a 99.9% chance we'll remember to do that. Because Jill's going to do it, so that's Got why it. it will be remembered. If I was supposed to do it, it would not be there. I'll give it to our editing team. <clears throat> that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me. Um, but, but yeah, so, like, let's actually, I love this. Let's walk through. Okay, so the first of the pile of rocks is foundation, so Christ. Mm-hmm. So how can we be a better, and, and God, how can we be a better steward of God? And that might seem funny to people, like, what do you mean be a good steward of God? Well, we have God's word. We have the crucifixion of Christ. Are we being a good steward of that? And and part of that is time. Like, are you stewarding your time in a way that serves God well? Mm-hmm. And and recently I heard a quote, and I'm not going to try to quote it exactly because I would butcher it. But basically they said, like, when we look at our money, we're like, oh, I need to invest my money or I can spend my money. Well, when we look at our time, are you investing your time or are you spending it? Like, spending is yes. oftentimes wasteful. Like, oh, I'm just going to wait. Like, I'm going to sit here and do the scroll on Instagram mm-hmm. and I'm just going to waste my time. Oh, oh I, I thought it was going to be on there for five minutes and an hour later, I'm like, oh, crap, I haven't got anything done. Or are you going to invest your time? Are you going to invest your time to make sure that you're in the word? Are you going to invest your time um, to serve God in the way that he has served you by cruci- um, sacrificing his son? Like, are, are you actually spending time? I'm sorry. Are you actually investing your time into having a stronger relationship with Christ? Or are you just spending it? Like, are you just wasting because like, oh, well, I was on Instagram and I read three different Instagram posts that were about God and 400 that were about a purse. Or I just hang out and I listen to Shannon Jill at Faith at Eight. Yes. While that is amazing. We want this to be. And you should keep doing it. You should keep doing it. Don't stop that. Like, share, write a review. We love it. But also use it as a stepping stone to get deeper into the word. Yeah. So if you're loving this and it's making you thirsty, and I get a lot of people that say, you know, hey, I, I started to understand that I wanted more because of your podcast. Yes. What's my next step? Pick up the Bible. Go to the word. What does it look like to add five minutes intentionally? What does it look like to add one verse? What does it look like mm-hmm. to do more than what you were doing 
a month ago? What does mm-hmm. it look like to change that time from Instagram scroll to I'm going to sit in the Bible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and when we look at, okay, so our identity is not in all the things the world tells us it's in. So like our gender and our race and being a mom and being a, a an employee and being a business owner. If that's not where our identity is, our identity is in Christ. When we look at other women that are very Christ-centered, what are the things they are doing? They are mm-hmm. reading their Bible. Mm-hmm. They are going to God f- faithfully in prayer. They are taking time to rest in his word and be and take and have refuge in his word and take a break from the world. Um, uh-huh. Fasting from all the things the world says we need. They do have a community of other Christ-centered women that is joined around them that will call them out on their sin very gracefully, but truthfully, and that will iron sharpens iron, as it says in Proverbs or Psalms, one of those two, like as it says, in the, they, they are sharpened. Like, uh, so in one of the podcasts we mentioned, Jill was not able to be in the retreat on, in person. Mm-hmm. We hooked her up to a TV a couple times. So she, she came in in little spurts when she had enough energy. Mm-hmm. But I have to say like there, being in that group of women like it truly was iron sharp. I gained as much for, I hope that they gained as much from me as I gained from them. They were so like women were just saying things and I was like, yes, I need to take notes on this. Like I mm-hmm. was learning right alongside them because, sorry, that's my alarm telling me that I need to put my kids in the bathtub. That's not happening. Um, So I like, but iron does sharpen iron. Mm-hmm. You will find that you will become a better steward of your relationship with Christ when you're around women that are stewarding their relationship with Christ well, not women that are doing the scroll and hanging out on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And and there's nothing wrong. If if you're like, you know what, I really love, I spend time on Instagram, but I do it intentionally, not out of distraction and convenience. Right. And that's, that's looking at, because distraction and busy, that's going to be from the enemy because yes. distraction and busy... Um, I actually did a video a couple of years ago before. It's when I was talking about universe and all that stuff. So universe like, equals <laughs> God because God created the universe. I exactly. can translate 2019 Jill yes. for 2021 Faith at Eight listeners. So love your friends who use the word universe. Absolutely. But Grace. at that Guys. time, I was talking about the story about um, like the two wolves. You know, there's a good wolf and there's a bad wolf. And which one is going to win? It's the one that you feed. So mm-hmm. this goes in alignment with what you are doing with your schedule. Yes. Are you feeding good wolf God? Are you feeding bad wolf the enemy, which is busy and scrolling and getting stuck in all that stuff? Or are you sitting in the word? Because that's what's going to grow. You every day have a choice to bank your time, to bank that with either investing or you're going to get busy and it's going to be draining. So you get to decide that. And absolutely, you want to take a few minutes and scroll and catch up. You can do that. But be honest with yourself about where is this taking me? And, and do it intentionally. Okay, I'm going to set a timer and for 15 minutes, I'm going to catch up on everything going on on my feed. Okay, then take the 15 minutes, but be intentional with it. Because when you're intentional, you are investing. When you are just, just being distracted, that's when you are wasting it. You are wasting time. I actually just found, and it was from um, Linz, who was at the Faith at Eight Retreat. Yes. There, there was a the, the She's message like the thread. resource queen. And so she had said something about, in Facebook, there's quiet time. Yes. And I went into my settings, and y'all, I put my quiet time on Facebook from, and I'm, I'm not kidding, noon 
until 10 a.m. Because mm-hmm. I decided that I don't want to be on Facebook on my phone outside of those two hours. And if I am, like, yeah. I needed to do an audit. So today when I picked up my phone and I wanted to go to Facebook, I said, is this serving God? Mm-hmm. Is this serving my family? Is this serving my business? Not one point was. And if it was something that I needed to get done, I went to my laptop, which is in my office space, which is my workspace. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and I did it. And I was like, you know how much time I have wasted just picking my phone up and going right onto Facebook thinking that I needed to do something. Right. And it wasn't. And so, you know, there's these tools that are out there that will yes. limit your time. And so it's use it. I saw that that was destructive. I was feeding the bad wolf. I was feeding the enemy by getting caught in that scroll. So my compromise was I do want to allow myself the two hours in that time space mm-hmm. because that's when I'm doing business. Now, most of you know I do a daily business call from Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. So my quiet time, while it is off between 10 and noon, I really am only having an hour of Facebook time on my phone. Yeah. But I'm in a season where that's what I need to protect myself because I am human and I fail. And if I don't have that quiet time on there, guess what I'm going to do? Going to scroll. Going to get lost in it. Because I'm human. So here we go, using a tool so that I can feel better about my time and where I'm investing it. Yeah. So I, um, on my phone, I have it so that once I hit a certain benchmark of time on social media, it turns off. And I even have it that it does not give me the option of one more minute or 15 minutes because then I'll click it. Um, It's just like, nope, you're done. And then I have to put a code in to be able to get more. And then I feel like, I'm like, no, I don't want to put this code in. And it, it, I also use social media for business. I posting for Faith the Date and for my own business and things like that. So I know that when I, I'm like, I only have this much time. I need to be really diligent with it. Cause if not, I'm going to run out and not be able to do my business work. It also makes it so that I'm very focused because I'm like, well, I don't want to use it all for business. I want a little for me. A little guys. Yeah. So it, it does that. I also do that with um, a lot of apps. There's a news app I love, but I find sometimes I habitually check it every time like I have a free moment and I'm like, well, that's not the best way. I do want to get a little bit of news. I don't want to be completely ignorant, but I also don't want to be bombarded by it. So I only allow myself 30 minutes each day in that app, um, mainly because there's this one show I really like to listen to it once a week. And so when I had less, I was like, oh, I need 15 minutes. I only could watch 15 minutes of the show. I'm like, well, that's, I don't like that at all. Um, so I've made, you can make adjustments. Guys, technology, it's funny. A lot of us will see it as this big distractor, but no, we get to choose if we're going to use it as a blessing or not. Yep. And that's where, you know, okay, so... How am I going to be a good steward of my foundation of God? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to make it that God is that priority when it comes to time? Yes. Look over your schedule, right? And yes. look, look at your bank account, look at your schedule, and you're going to see where you you are intentionally putting time and where your priorities are. Yeah. And then we live in a culture that's all about self-love, self-love. Guys, God never told us to have high self-esteem, which means high self-worship. We're supposed to worship him. We're not supposed to have all this love. But we are supposed to be good stewards of mm-hmm. our temple because our bodies belong to him. And and we are to be good stewards so that if he decides that we need to be on this year for 105 years, that all 105 years, that is a it is a um good well, I can't remember the, I can't think of the word I was gonna say. But like you can be 105 years old and be like, oh, but I can't even get out of bed, or you can have a good quality of life. 
that, that we actually have a good quality of life and we can actually run that race that he has set out for us. So like, are we eating well? Are we moving our bodies? Are we getting sunlight? Are we taking vitamins? Like, what are you doing to be a good steward of your temple? Because what, what people th- they say is, oh, self-love, so I'm going to go get a man. Manny petty and there's nothing wrong with getting a manny petty but that's self-love that's not good stewardship because you can be super unhealthy with a really nice set of nails like it's just that that's just true and also what language are you speaking to yourself and to yes. others so underneath that self because that's where you know in, in pile of rocks i teach your foundation has to be god everything needs to be rooted there and then next comes self because if you're not taking care of yourself Mm-mm. you can't show up for anybody Mm-mm. so are you taking care of yourself physically emotionally what are the words Mentally. that you speak to other people and allow to be spoken what are your boundaries you know and and looking at that and, and going throughout your day and saying Am I actually caring for myself or am I putting that last? Because if you're putting that last, you are not being a good steward Mm -hmm. of yourself. This body that God gave you in order to walk out your purpose, you want to do that in in the best way that your body is designed. I will tell you, I firmly believe that I got through COVID the way that I did because of the people that God put in my path and the tools that he gave me to make sure that my immune system was functioning at the highest capacity. And Mm -hmm. it was a mental game as well. And we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode, but it wasn't just physical. It was that mental. What was I speaking over myself? What did I allow other people to speak over me? And understanding that... I had the opportunity to say no to all of that, but I said yes to how am I going to make sure that my immune system is the best? How mm-hmm. am I going to get through this? What does my body need? What are the the tools that God has given me in paying attention and moving in that direction? And too often, we don't do something as simple as drink enough water, friends. Yes. Like if there is Guilty. one thing that you walk away from this, <laughs> you want to be a good steward, drink enough water. Um, I will also recommend that if you twice a day in those water cups, you put just a pinch of either like a Himalayan salt or a Celtic salt. Yes. It does help your body absorb it better because yep. it has minerals in it and you don't just pee it out. Just a side note. Um, but yes, like mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. Like, are you being a good steward of your mind, body, and soul? You know, you the Holy Spirit lives in with it, within you, but it cannot, if you're not a humble vessel for that and a strong vessel for that, it, it it's... What is it like? What happens next? Like no yep. one's going to see the Holy Spirit when you are lashing out at everyone around you because you are not getting sleep because you yes. are not sleep. speaking the right things over you. When when you're not doing those things, you're going to be cranky and lash out on other people and people will not see the spirit working inside of you. And so just hold the mirror up and say, where can I do better? And your soul is very precious. Yeah. It is the one thing that both the enemy and God are after. It's it's valuable. It is so valuable. And we don't see it as such. We we are very flippant about it. If it wasn't valuable, both God and the devil wouldn't be fighting so hard for it. Yes. Right? And that's what we have to think of. We're like, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Now, the next one. Yes. Good steward in your marriage? Yes. If you were complaining about your husband to everyone else, you were being a bad steward in your marriage. I'm just going to lay it right there for you. Just take a second and drink that one in. We spend, and and culture tells us it's okay Mm -hmm. to spend so much time complaining, I almost used the B word, complaining about our spouse or our friends. Oh, I'm just venting. I'm just venting. No, you are speaking death over your spouse. Mm -hmm. And we spend so much time, well, if he does this, I'll do that. If God ever, if, if God ever decided that it should be once she does this, I'll do that, I am screwed. 
because I will get it wrong. But but it's I don't love my husband because he does things for me or does what I want him to do when he wants to do it. I love him because he is my perfect and I serve him because he is my perfect provision sent from God. He is a blessing from God and I am going to treat him with like the blessing that he is. I have learned his love languages that are not my love languages. I don't want him to touch me while we sleep. I want us to have separate sides of the bed, but I let him put his foot on me because I love him and I know that that makes him that makes him feel loved. Yes. I stop what I am doing when I start my I get up about an hour and a half before my husband and I do things or I do some things um, like I'll read my Bible, I'll start laundry, things like that. When my husband wakes up, it does not matter what I'm doing. I stop what I'm doing and I go give him a kiss and say good morning because physical touch is his love language. And I want to make sure he knows whatever I'm doing right now, you take, I care mm-hmm. enough about you and you take pride over it. I'm going to do this. If I have an issue with something my husband does, I go to him to it. I don't yes. go to all my catty little friends and tell them, guess what? My husband did it. Bah, 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 bah. That doesn't serve him. Mm-hmm. That speaks death over him. That makes it so that those women look at him differently. It makes it so that I look at him differently. And I'm not looking at him as a blessing sent to me from God. And that's the thing is, is there's a difference between going to your wise counsel and saying, yes. okay, my husband and I, this is what's going on. I need advice. You're not asking them to judge your husband. You're yes. not asking them. You're saying... I'm looking for wise counsel because I don't know what to do in this situation. And you know that you're in the right counsel when they come back with actual advice. And there, there isn't that, oh, well, I can't believe my husband. No, 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 no. It's, I am so sorry. You know, thank you for trusting us to bring Mm -hmm. that to this group so that we can, we can talk about this. And, you know, having those conversations, it's so different and it strengthens. It strengthens relationships. It strengthens friendships. It also tells you who your real friends are. Because yeah. if you are suddenly stepping back and you realize all these conversations that ever happen are just complaining about husbands. And if I'm the average of the five people I spend the most time with, I need to step back from this. Yes. Because I don't want to be the average of that. I want to be a Christ-centered wife. Mm-hmm. I want to be that woman that is there to support my husband. And if he's having a bad day or I'm having a bad day, we conquer it together. And sometimes I need help. Sometimes I need to go to my friend's who understand biblical marriage better than I do and say, if this is what's going on and this is what I want to do, but I know that that may not be right, what would you do in this, right? And have those conversations. I will never forget the first time I got true biblical advice on my marriage. And what made it very clear that it was true biblical marriage is I walked around really annoyed. <laughs> I, like I was walked away really annoyed because they didn't tell me I was right and he was wrong. <laughs> like they took no sides. And I was like, but no, I'm yes. right. You need to make sure he knows that I'm right and he's wrong. And she was like, I'm not going to say that. I'm like, why? And I think that's You're supposed to be point. on my side. And she's like, I'm not on anyone. I'm on your marriage's side. I'm like, well, that's annoying. But it was very eye-opening and humbling for me to realize like, oh, good advice doesn't take sides. Good advice is like, hey, this is what you can change. And this is what you can change because uh-huh. you both need to change to come together. 
And I think you're spot on is look for that counsel that isn't going to take sides and say, well, I think, you know, you won in this situation or he won in this situation. There's no winners. A marriage is winning. Like, that's what I want. I want a winning Christ-centered marriage. So I want that advice that I get to take me in that direction. I'm not looking for my friends to align with me. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for, okay, if I didn't step right, if I didn't say something right, call me out on it because I want to move forward in the direction of that strong marriage. Absolutely. If you enjoyed today's episode, there's a few things we would love for you to do. Share with a friend, like, and subscribe to our channel on YouTube or Apple Podcast, which has new episodes every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, or find us live on Instagram on Fridays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Whatever you do, do it in faith.